I'm very confused about today's show, uh, Emily and Spencer. Usually when I leave here, I'm in a good mood because I've enjoyed my afternoon talking with you two. Today I've just been in a very pissy mood, and I've thought that everything sucked and could have been better. Is it because I know we have a consultant tomorrow? Oh, it definitely is because yeah. you know that we have the consultant tomorrow. And Literally so in the middle happens. of segments, I was like, this could be better. This should have been like this. I moved and switched things around. I canceled stuff that I'm doing tomorrow, but he's not going to hear tomorrow's better show. It's going to be stuck with today's crap show. A shit okay, show, no, if you will. Stop. It was not a crap show. Yeah. Not at all, CJ. You're on your head. And you're just thinking about what the consultant will say tomorrow. And 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 just just keep in mind, the consultant is getting paid to criticize they us. They gotta find things wrong. They yeah. always have to find things wrong. Also, so even if it was a perfect show, something would be wrong. I'm gonna say if you're in a team with people. I haven't. I know I've, I've been pissy and mad, but I, trust me, I've been throttling it back because there's nothing worse than like if you all do something together and yeah. one person's like, "That sucked. We suck." And then you're like, "Oh, but I don't oh, think you were it holding sucked. it back." Oh, yeah, that was me holding it back. Oh, wow, that I'll was... do better in the future. It yeah. hurt my feelings. Okay, Aww. well, you know, <laughs> if y'all fine. do better radio in the future, and <laughs> you won't hear it. <laughs> Anyhow, here's the podcast. Give us a follow at CJ Morgan Show. Make sure to rate, comment, and let us know how bad today's show maybe, was. Yeah, maybe not rate this one. And then listen to tomorrow's and tell me if it's better. Unless we screw up. But I, unless I screw rate it, up. Rate it what he deserves. We. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard. Don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Uh, now that Jason is back on the Morning X, uh, I feel like there's already been some tension and some uh, conflict building up over the proprietary proper tort of the sound effects in the system. Oh, I remember these. Those past days where you guys would argue about who gets what sound effect, who started it, and so on and so forth. Is it back? Is, yeah, is the tension it's back? It's a little bit back. There's only really two that I really feel like are mine. Maybe three. That would be the Captain Horn. Uh, Duh. I yeah. was the first to use dub horns to make fun of people that use dub horns. Uh-huh. Uh, and then you know how... Uh, in trivia games, you have a buzzer. Yeah. Uh, I instead use a dryer buzzer. <laughs> so mm, when your stuff is ready. But there's, the rest of it, it all comes from like similar things, TV shows, crap like that. So I wanted to make it very clear the difference between Morning X sound effects and CJ Morgan show sound effects. Yeah, so, I'm still learning. Okay. Again, here's an example. Uh, Jason and Nick like to use this one. Yeah. I like the more drug out Sonny from Philadelphia one. Shut up! Shut up! Oh my God, I don't care! So that's the difference there. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the ones we use are kind of too similar, so I've taken the liberty, not for myself, not for the CJ Morgan show, but for the Morning X with Jason Dick and Nick, I've decided to enhance their sound effects so we know the difference. So... Uh, here's one for the C.J. Morgan Show. Ooh, that's a bingo. Yes, I know that one. And here's the one for the Morning X. Ooh, 
that's a bingo. <laughs> and that was another morning egg sound effect. Pew! Jason Dick and friends. So there you go. Ah. You know the difference right away. Uh-huh. Of sound effect is so, so every time Clearly. they press these, it'll do that. Like here's another one we use for the nerd report. You are a huge nerd. This is what it'll sound like when the morning X plays it. You are a huge nerd. The morning, 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 morning X sound effect official. So then you know. Oh, I can tell the difference. It's their sound effect. It was the second one that was the morning X, right? Emily, uh, I'm going to give you a little ding correct. Thank you. And wow. then, of course, uh, the sound effect most people fight about is the start of any hip-hop song or whatever. you got to have the machine gun, Kelly. Hey. Hey. Here is the one I've given to the morning X. Hey. Did you hear that? It's one of Jason's drops. Hot drops. Morning X sound effect. Hey. So there you ah. go. Simple. Problem solved. We can all get along. We yes. all know whose sound effects belong to who. And I have completely edited and changed their uh, sound effect board. So tomorrow, there will be no more fighting. Just friendship and happiness amongst all the shows here on 101X. Always. We've got an all-celebrity edition of This Is Bad, right? Oh, this is bad, 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 bad. Right? Uh. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you three different stories, and then Spencer and three CJ. Three different celebrities. You're going to have to let me know if this is bad, right? These are all things that I found on the internet. Sometimes it's hard for me to decide if something on the internet is truly bad, or if people are just hyping it up and spreading false lies, or I don't know. I, I don't understand what my opinions are anymore these days. So... Let's get started with this one. Uh, This is actually about a bunch of celebrities. The cast of Stranger Things. Um, So Stranger Things 5 will not be premiering until maybe sometime in late 2025 or early 2026. up adults now. So, and do uh, everything is mainly due to the strike and other issues with production. And because of this, they will be announcing that they're going to be using digital de-aging to make the actors look younger. This is bad, right? Absolutely. Like, uh, Why do it? Just, uh, man, it it's sad. It could be pretty bad, yeah. But I feel like we've come a long way with our de-aging technology. I just haven't seen anything recently. <laughs> exactly. Good. I think they did it right in The Irishman, uh, yeah. Netflix. They've done um, for Star Wars, of course, things like that. Or just plain built people from a CG model. It just uh, model. feels wrong. I, I just don't think I've seen it look good once. So I'm just going to say I think it's bad. It's but bad. it's good that they're uh, at least not uh, acting and being scabs in the middle of a strike. Oh, this is bad, bad, bad. Right? Next up, Miley Cyrus. I talked last week on our new Music Friday segment that she released a new song called Used to Be Young, which reflects on everything in her childhood. All the wildness. And growing up. Um, And she created a TikTok video where she answers questions and just talks about her life throughout the years. And in one of the videos, she reflects on her insane child work uh, actor schedule. This is a schedule. 5.30 a.m., I'm probably like 12 or 13. Jeez. Yeah. Friday, January 5th, 5.30 a.m., hair and makeup in my hotel. 7 a.m., we get picked up. 7.15, I'm on the news. 7.45, I have another live interview. 8.15, another interview. 8.45, 
another interview. My goodness. Yeah, it's just going to keep going on and on and on. And it's crazy. It's all about the journey. I guess. (laughs) Sorry. But the thing is, is she was 12 or 13 years old and working from basically 5.30 a.m. until like 7.30 p.m. And that was not that day in particular was not even a day that she was filming. You kids think you want to be famous? No, you don't. So this is bad, right? It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, This is bad, bad, bad. Right? And finally, uh, celebrity Taylor Swift. Tay-Tay. Oh, ooh, actually, sorry. Uh, this is just Ashley. Yes, there is a Taylor Swift impersonator that uh, is named Ashley Leachin. Uh, she goes by, it's like a whole thing about, oh, no, it's just Ashley. It's not Taylor. And she got invited to join a YouTuber named Vic in the Game to do a public stunt. <laughs> where she would dress up as Taylor Swift. They provided different quote-unquote security guards and walked through public places and recorded everybody's reactions to potentially seeing Taylor Swift out in the wild. And it's been kind of a polarizing subject because some people say that this is in very, very poor taste because, you know, Taylor Swift is still a person. It's stupid. Why are you doing that? But other people are like, this is kind of good because it's a YouTube video showing light of how crazy dangerous it is to be a celebrity with all of these fans who can't uh, keep to themselves in public. Yeah, yeah. So, Hmm. this is bad, right? 100% in poor taste. You think so? I don't know. As a matter of fact, uh, what do you think that? I'm drawing the line at man on the street comics. I was about to say, you're a prank guy. At uh, Billy Eichner, that's where it ends. It's so frustrating. You can't go to 6th Street. You can't go anywhere without someone putting a camera in your face and being a wannabe man on the street person that in itself is annoying it's not funny it's lost everything that made it entertaining uh and i'm I'm gonna say this in particular it's just cruel to do to potential fans and it causes an unnecessary frenzy it causes traffic i think it's bad i hate Uh, i'm gonna say i think it's bad because it causes traffic (laughs) that's (laughs) that's why i think it's bad right right it's bad Life's a beach, baby. Yeah. Happy National Beach Day, where we celebrate one of the best places to exist in humanity. Just chilling on the beach. Where are you from? Right near the beach. Boy. Great place to hang out. Great place to relax. And one of my favorite of all time to be. But I realized the other day that maybe living at the beach wouldn't be all I thought it would be. No, I I don't think it would be. Um, I mean, this is coming from somebody who is from Galveston, which I know, I know, I know. I can hear you already. Galveston, the Gulf is not a real beach. Shut up. The the Gulf is absolutely fine. I I can get fish. There is water. There are waves. There is sand. That beach is better than some of the other beaches. But first, uh, part of how you observe National Beach Day is also remembering uh, to keep your beaches clean, to keep your beaches safe. That means fishermen cleaning up your fish lines, your nets, and your hooks. That means campers and beachgoers picking up your trash. When those tents and chairs get 
whistled away by the wild wind and completely destroyed. Pick that crap up and throw it in in the dumpster. Don't leave, leave shards no of trace. metal. Trace. And the trash in itself is insane how gross it is at the beach when people just don't take care of their own stuff because we are polluting our ocean, our land, our gorgeous beaches. And I think when you go and visit, that needs to stop. Now back to the beach discussion. Yes. Texas beaches are just fine. A Gulf beach is going to be a little browner water. It's not going to be surfable waves. And yes, you do get a little bit of tar balls. You have a little bit of stinging baby jelly rays. Uh, but yeah, that's, That sounds very appealing. Keep going. It's still better than going and getting your ass knocked around in what feels like 30-degree ocean water. That's true. I was going to say, have you ever been to a beach where it's just stones or pebbles? Like, I'd rather rather have sandy beaches than a bunch of sharp rocks or Absolutely. What you're going to get. Yeah. You're going to get that at the Texas Gulf. Yeah. You're going to have nice, long chunks of sand you can walk and play in. But if you've... If you've been I to, like, I feel like finding a little oil bubble and popping that with your foot is like part of the, there the part are of the fun. No, stop spreading those false rumors. Well, there are tar balls are everywhere at the coast, and it's not just because of offshore no. drilling. They're well. a natural thing that occur. But if you've been to a beach in California or you know further north on the the west coast, it's like Spencer said, it's rocky, it's windy, and the waves are really choppy. Uh, I went to the Atlantic for the first time as a kid in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. Day one was gorgeous. I body surfed as a fifth grader. I played in the waves. Day two, I realized how dangerous it can be in a moment's notice when the the currents shift and the wind shifts a little bit. How these tiny little body surfing waves turn into CJ almost drowning and accidentally seeing his mom's boobs along with everyone else. Oh. Hanging out Man, on mom, the water. Your mom liked to party, huh? Yeah. The waves, the goddess of the ocean <laughs> did that to Can her. I tell you my favorite childhood beach story real fast? Please. So I had a 100-pound yellow lab named Jake that we would take to the beach. And one day, uh, Jake was playing in the water. There was a little girl who was building a sandcastle, saw Jake and went, Aw, puppy. Jake runs up to the little girl. She thinks, oh, it wants me to pet it. Um, no, poor Jake drank a little bit too much seawater and decided to use this little girl's sandcastle as a toilet. And the look of that little girl's face was so horrifying. And I created a core memory for (laughs) that child for the rest of her life by letting Jake, um, have... More than tinkles all on oh, her gross. sand castle oh, because of oh. the seawater. Well, welcome to what the beach really oh. is, the ocean's toilet. But <laughs> I've always had a plan that if something happened, I would just move to the beach and find a job. But it's windy. It's windy. It's very, very windy. Frustratingly windy. Hurricanes. It's, it's sandy. Mm-hmm. You can never clean the sand. And everyone that lives down there long enough it looks like they have a, a leather <laughs> pouch <laughs> that has been stretched and it's burned true. over their body. Y'all, yeah. I found a little bit of uh, frequently asked questions, FAQs, about the beach. Uh, what are the best days to go to the beach? You guys, you guys have any um, Tuesday. ideas? Tuesday. I mean, Emily? probably during the week, uh, Thursdays. For, for early Friday morning. Why? Yeah. Because the beach is clean and combed. Well, that and most vacationers, that's a travel day, getting there to the beach. Ah, 
Uh, another question. Can you visit the beach in the off season? Yes, of course. It just might be chilly. It's a little colder. But it's still romantic. Like getting sure. all, all comfy, cozy, bring a blanket, yeah. sit on the chilly beach in the evening and stargaze. Have a picnic. Oh, that is so cute. The Go beach. on that date. The beach is best in short bursts. And my favorite and worst beach story was I just ended a five-year relationship. I went with a young lady I was dating to the beach, and she was much younger and decided, let's go skinny dipping. See, and that's... we stripped down, we're in the ocean, and she's like, let's do it. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that in the ocean. And I was like, what if sharks come? And she just kept like pressuring me. And as we're in the water, you, you kind of float. You drift a little bit. You go with the current. Uh, we get out of the water. It's you know pitch black at night. There's oh, no moon. No. And I see a pile of our clothes. I'm like, oh, thank God, there's our clothes. It was a pile of seaweed. And then I walk to the next pile of our clothes. It's a pile of seaweed. So, <laughs> so y'all got you dri- drifted, y'all drifted away. Like it took us 15 the- <laughs> minutes to find <laughs> our clothes, which also had the hotel, the car keys. It had everything. We almost ended up nude and alone. But you know what? I would still do it again to hang out with a 25-year-old on the beach. Happy Mm. National Beach Day. Have fun, keep it clean, and make sure you put your sunscreen on. Broom, broom, kid, let's go. Dad's behind the wheel. His name is Matt Bearden, and if you make him stop this car, you're getting out and you're getting spanked. Hey, it's the parent pickup on the (laughs) C.J. Morgan Show. What do we got today, a road trip? No. Actually, not at all. Are you familiar with Super 73, the brand Super 73? Uh, No. All I'm thinking of is those old gas stations. That's okay. Super 73 make those sort of like moped e-bikes that are going around. But you know how some people are changing the moped and they're trying to make them look more like urban assault vehicles or (laughs) off-roady or kind of enduro bikes? Super 73 has theirs. It looks like a cool... um, scrambler style 70s motorcycle except you can pedal it um but it's also an e-bike and it's got the big knobby tires and a headlamp Eh, i mean it's still a moped it's not really a motorcycle but it also makes it uh more street legal in a state like texas well (laughs) they've come out with a super 73 k1d which when you look at it k1d It spells kid. Oh. It is a balance bike for kids. So the pedals don't actually pedal around. There's no chain. But they can't hit the throttle on it, and they can go up to 16 miles an hour on Whoa. this. Yeah. 16? And, yeah. And it's kind of badass. That's kind of rad. Yeah. Um, it's got those uh, big LFP batteries. They're safer. They're longer lasting than traditional lithium-ion batteries. Um it's pretty awesome. Giant knobby tires. And if you're not familiar with a ba- do you do you know what a balance bike is even? Yeah, it's a bike you balance on. Or you stay balanced on the bike. It sounds like all bikes. Yeah. That does sound like all bikes. Okay, so you probably don't know, but um a lot of kids now there's they make these bikes called balance bikes. A kid they're smaller for smaller kids. And they sit on them, and they just push with their feet on the ground, and then there's just sometimes some pegs, and they learn balancing on a bike by pushing them. But there's not an actual gearing system or pedals that turn around, okay? So that's a balance bike. That's what this thing is. It's So it's essentially kind of like a mini bike, except it's electric. It's also... 
$1,200, which yeah. might be a little extra pay on the kids, but man, this thing looks so cool, and I feel like every kid should have one anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, feel like I know. I subsidize it from the kids. <laughs> I always wanted one of those. Uh, you, you remember how... As a little kid, they had the Barbie cars and like the yes. ATVs right, that were right. battery powered. I finally got one as a kid, but you know, my dad you did pr- have one as a kid. Well, not a real ATV, one of the battery powered ones. But right. my dad bought it secondhand at like a garage sale or who knows. I always got the cheap knockoff crap. Wait, 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 wait. my kid, other than Lego, my kids got a battery operated vehicle just like that. Except it was a John Deere tractor, um, and it was secondhand as well. Well, mine sucked because it didn't work all the time. So the, my dad was also a trash man when I was younger, so he might. Have found this stuff at the dumpster, right? Fixed it up so it didn't, it never properly worked like it was supposed to. I think the main thing was the battery would just drain, right? So you had to plan to play with it days in advance, and then you would only get like an hour if that. But it was still right, there was nothing like having a little motorized vehicle as a child, it was awesome. Beyond awesome. Anytime that you can have the freedom of movement and not have to put any physical effort into it, I guess that is a pretty awesome childhood. Yeah. yeah. It definitely, and I was jealous of all my friends that had something like that. Uh, my mom's best friend had a kid my age, and we would go to Wisconsin to visit, and they had like a big open field, and she had one of those Barbie cars, and I didn't really like her. Her kid, but or you her. would befriend her. Oh yeah, you would go play with friends that had dirt bikes for sure. Or, exactly. Or the holy grail of young kids growing up, a go kart. Someone had a go kart. Hell yeah! And yeah. man, some of those things were mean. Some of them were built by straight up redneck dads. Yeah, I, I had, had it. low to the ground, no I roll cage. <laughs> I had a go kart. Yeah. You seem like somebody that would have a go kart. I did have a I go-kart. had soapbox yeah. racers yeah, and we tried go-kart. to motorize them as I got older and that didn't work. Yeah, no, for uh, a brief period of time and I lived in uh, Louisiana, I had a, a go kart. And Hell it was yeah. pretty rad. And you a lot run of ki- the streets. A, a lot of kids hmm. did pretend to be my friend simply to try to get a ride in the go kart. And that sucked too because you'd have like four friends over and then you would all have to take turns Nope. And the kid that owned it would get two turns for every one of your turns. No, I never let anybody else drive it. I it was a two. It was, to, it was a two seater. So you would take them around. I'd take them around, but I didn't. Yeah, I was not good at making these and keeping these friends. I was like, <laughs> no, you can't touch it. You can just ride in it. Uh, yeah, I. They, there were some magical. Th- I always wanted like some kind of motorbike or something when I was a kid. I never got any of that good stuff. I mean, I had the mo- the go kart, which was nice. Well, these sound rad, and I look forward to seeing the classic thing that connects all generations of kids scraped knees scabs <laughs> bloody elbows and all that coming up soon i'm just looking forward to the tiktok videos of dads getting on these oh yes when they've been drinking and then hurting them themselves the emily mad bearden and spenny on the cj morgan show is there a restaurant you love so much but you're so shamed by it that you can't even tell anyone else you're going there <laughs> I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat. They're called your shame restaurants, places that you love to eat but feel embarrassed, guilty, and just just plain dirty eating there. Oh, yeah. We all have them. Yesterday, I brought up one of mine along John Silver's, and the the problem with that (laughs) is... 
It's I delicious. <laughs> it is, but it's all fried food. It's it's like frozen seafood. I eat there, and it makes me feel sick afterwards. Yeah, there's a lot of grease on the fingertips. I always after that. feel sick, but I still overeat there. That's one of my top spots. It just, I don't know why it does it, but it does that. Emily, you you have a top spot, too. Yeah, mine was Jack in the Box, specifically for the Jack in the Box tacos, those churros, the egg rolls. Like, it's crazy that one restaurant, or restaurant is a a very high word for that. Uh, Yeah, can just have so many different delicacies in one frozen, fried uh, (laughs) restaurant. So... It's very exciting. Um, I guess another one, too, of mine. And Jack in the Box, real quick, you can text us your oh, shamesterants. What are you? What is your guilty pleasure eating? 835-1015-512-835-1015. Uh, text us yours. We'll read out on air and see if there's a consensus. Because, Emily, Jack in the Box, I think the reason it's such a guilty pleasure and a shamesterant, one, it is open late. Oh, yeah, it So is. you're eating you're when you shouldn't be. Yeah, alone. Because of that reason, alone, no one else is up. You intoxicated. Know, but, yes. Yeah. The other They're th- around every corner. But, like, not every corner where it's annoying and you kind of glaze over it like McDonald's. It's like every corner that it needs to be, yeah. you know. Dangerous. In the box is it might there. be dangerous also. Plus... They have a menu that has a lot of desserts. They have breakfast items. They have egg rolls. They have those fried, greasy tacos. It's not like Jack in the Box is just burgers and fries. No. It has a combination Cheesecake. that's going <laughs> to give you a disgusting, heartburning gut punch in the middle of the night, which yeah. you don't uh, want or need. But, oh, Emily, man. you have another yeah, shamesterant. Well, I was just going to say that all of my other shamesterants, it's typically the part that's shameful is the item that I get. So... Sure, sometimes I go to McDonald's, but the things that I get at McDonald's that I find to be absolutely delicious, most people kind of glaze over, like the apple pie. I go feral for a good McDonald's apple pie. But everything else, I don't get the burgers. I don't get the chicken nuggets. I only want to go for the apple pie. Same with when I go to Sonic. Oh, my gosh. Sonic has a soft pretzel. Did you know that? Did uh, not. I did not know. And that. it is delicious and it comes with cheese. And first of all, it tastes nothing like a soft pretzel. And the cheese tastes wait, wait, wait. nothing like cheese. But what does it taste like? Delicious oh. harmony in my mouth. Spencer, you have a place that might be the epitome of a shame restaurant because every time I hear you and our friend Chewy say you're going there, y'all get really excited. But then you get no. sad and grossed out afterwards. No, I don't go there anymore. Uh, and yeah, oh, I almost, you, you don't. I almost. No. Last time you've been to Golden Corral. Where, when's the last time you've been to Golden Corral? Like a year ago. Okay, <laughs> sure. Mm, I don't believe you. Check the receipts. But why? You don't have to. Why is that the perfect shamesterant? Because it's disgusting. It's yeah. prison food that I'm paying for, and I eat too much of it but to, doesn't pre- it- to pretend like I'm getting a deal when really I should just not go in the first place. No offense to anyone that loves Golden <laughs> Corral. Sometimes you just got to take the kids somewhere and get them fed. I get that. Sometimes you might not be in the best mood. You want to go get a little crappy meatloaf and, you know, have a chocolate fountain to dip it in. I it's, don't care. That's it's fine. Dangerous. But I never felt good leaving that place. And the last time that he and I went was the last time I decided in my head, I was like, I'm not going. This doesn't hit the same. And I don't I don't have any sense of joy here anymore. No offense again to Golden Corral. Thank you for providing that when I needed it. It's double dose but, dangerous. Uh, it's, it's just like... 
Uh, there's kids sticking their hands all up in the dessert section. It's like, uh, it's wild. That's it's what chaos. makes it it's... double dose dangerous is one, it's a buffet. So you have people everywhere handling, touching. It's buffet food. It's cheaper. You feel like you have to eat to get a deal out of it. Ugh. And then it's got the desserts, the chocolate fountain, the ice cream, the gummy bears, everything in there just to make your stomach absolutely quake and hurt. Uh, my number one guilt place, and we got a couple of texts coming in agreeing, Jack in the Box for sure. Uh, Whataburger after 11 p.m. is just dangerous. Oh, that's right. Uh, like, there's a time limit for Whataburger. Mm-hmm, Mine mm-hmm. is Arby's. Not just because it's Arby's and who mm-hmm. eats at Arby's, but... For me, Arby's is all about sauce. It's about what I can dip in a sauce. And I'm going to rank Arby's... That's the horsey sauce, right? I'm going to rank Arby's sauces right now. Uh, I'm going to start with number five. Arby's sauce isn't even number one. It's number five. Uh, Number four is the Jamocha Shake. Yes, the Jamocha Shake is best made for dipping. Number three is the horsey sauce. Number three? Number three is the horsey. Number two... Their nacho cheese sauce. What? Number two is the nacho cheese. And the number one best sauce at Arby's, not even on the menu, not even on the packet. It only comes on the beef and cheddar. It is their red ranch sauce. So anytime you go to Arby's, order extra nacho cheese, extra red ranch, eat it, thank me, and cry later. It's time for the sports bet, our fifth season doing this. We're going to explain the new season's rules coming up. But Emily, Matt, Spencer, myself, all involved. So let's just start with the bet right away, and then we'll return and explain the rules of how the season's going to work. The first game this week, the most important game if you're living in Austin, Texas, where people will melt and boil 2 p.m. this Saturday. Texas taking on Rice. You can pick Texas to win or Rice and 35.5 points. That is where the line is at. Matt, I'm going to start with you. You're going to take Texas to cover, or are you going to take Rice in the points? Uh, Texas will absolutely cover. So, um, there's so much pressure on Sark's shoulders. I have no doubt that they'll come out. They'll come out big, um, and I, uh, yeah, I think that it's uh, it's it's going to be bigger than 35 point win. All right, so you're locked Oof. in, Texas. Yeah, except I keep thinking 42 11, 42 11, and that's not quite 35 points. Ah, hell, let's do it. Texas you're, covers. All right, you're locked in. Are you? You have to say yes. I'm locked in. We have to make this official. There's money on the line. I'm locked in. All right. Good job. Oh, good job. I, I heard the. the uh, all of that for a sound effect. Yes. Emily, Texas, or are you taking <laughs> rice and 35 and a half points? I, I have to go Texas. I'm from UT. That would be sacrilegious okay. for the first game of the season. Uh, to not be supporting them. So hook them, I guess. All right, hook them, I guess. Are you locked in? I'm locked in. Lock me in. All right, you are locked in. Spencer. Oh, crap, Texas. You're going to take Texas. Are you locked in? Uh, Yes. I guess to be contrary. Well, it's the only move you can make if we're betting against each other. You need to take the rice rice and the points. Kind of sucks, but I feel like I'll go last and I'll do that every week just to set myself up as the villain. Don't uh, don't forget, your name is on the show, so you should lose sometimes, too. I'll take rice in the 35 and a half. You might actually get this one. Rice locked in. Welcome to what I believe is our fifth season of doing the sports bets, and what a great time because it's starting off with college ball. Matt, first and foremost, I want to uh, just give you and Spinny a little happy anniversary because on this day, 
years ago, we officially announced uh, Just Matt and CJ was going to be a radio show. Oh, are we really? Aww. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. What happened? I show? literally didn't know that. Uh, what it, happened? It eventually became all of us together uh, yes. with just my name. <laughs> Suckers. But the sports bet has changed a little bit. Uh, first and foremost, uh, each week we are going to have potentially a this winner. Is- is, and a loser. This is your way of saying you're tired of losing. You owe me two dinners from the last two seasons. I do. Yeah, I haven't forgot about that. Uh, this. Here's hey, how, hey, I haven't forgot about it either. Here's how it's going to change <laughs> up. Uh, every single week, each of you need to bring $5 in when we do our wait, sports wait, bet. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that I have to pay to be in the sports bet. Uh, yes. Let me give you a bell for that. Very good. Good job. What? Uh, every week we bring in $5. That's a total of $20 for the sports bet. At the end of our bets on the next week, whoever has the best record, whoever wins the sports bet, and we'll use physical challenges to determine uh, any kind of tiebreakers, will win $15 out of that $20 pot. Five stays in. If there's absolutely just ties, it rolls over. And at the end of the season, the overall best record gets that money. Whoever loses, if there is a clear loser that week, will face the what? The Punishment Plinko board. Whoa, we're bringing that baby back. Punishment Plinko's coming back. Uh, Next, let's travel down just a little ways, either to north of Baylor or south of Texas State. Baylor or Texas State in 27 and a half points. Matt, who are you taking? Wow. The Bobcats or the Bears? Is it in? Is it in uh, San Marcos? Honestly, no clue. Looks like we're going to be at Baylor. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going Baylor. Baylor, are you locked in? Locked. All right, Matt is locked in for Baylor. Wow, that was thunder crashing? It's uh, it's Matt's just locked in, taking Baylor. Emily, you taking Texas State? Hook them, Bobcats? Yeah, let's. Let's do it. That was my backup school. So uh, Texas State. That's the only thing I'm going uh, for. All right, you're locked no in. Texas State. I almost went to you. Okay, almost. that's me and CJ. Locked in. Emily's locked in. Spencer, what about you? Uh, I was initially want to say Baylor uh, because I'm going to say Baylor. Okay, and you're, yeah. lo- you're locked in. I'm going to lose. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and uh, lock me in there, CJ? Sounds good. Spinny oh. is locked in. And uh, you know what? Since Spinny took Baylor, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take Texas State also. And I am officially locked in. And we'll be back with more sports bets on the CJ Morgan Show. All right. It's the return of the sports bet. This is season five. Every week we put $5 in. Whoever does the best wins three-fourths of that with the remainder to roll over until the end of the season. If there's ties, the money stays in the pot. Uh, If there's a clear loser, they face the punishment Plinko. Let's get back to the bets. Miami versus Miami and 17 points. Matt, are you taking Miami, Umbido a Miami, or Miami, Ohio? Oh, I didn't understand exactly what you were saying. I don't know saying. what those words mean. Miami, Ohio is... With 17. Tremendously bad. And uh, I'm going to go with the Miami, the University of Miami uh, Hurricanes. All right, you locked in? I guess I'm... Yeah, okay, right, I'm Matt. sorry. I forgot you need me to say I'm locked in so you can play your sound effect. is longer than the segment. Matt is locked in (laughs) taking uh, Miami. Uh, I guess we'll go Hurricanes. What? uh, That 
I don't really have. I, I don't know. I already There's, locked you in. Okay, we're Sorry. locked in. Well, you didn't even ask first. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. I, I can essentially lock in. He's running low on time because of that one sound effect was so long. <laughs> Spinny, are What's, you taking Miami or Miami, Ohio in 17 points? Give me those hurricanes, baby. Hur- rock you like a hurricane. You locked in like a hurricane? Uh, Whatever that means, yeah. Preview. All right, Spinny is officially locked in. A little good old hurricane. Uh, that means, I guess, I'm going to have to go ahead and take Miami and uh, Miami, Ohio, and 17 points. I'm locked in. We couldn't just maybe. On to our next bet. Couldn't just found some quick, like, key turning We're going sound effects. to the Listos, the Verde, the very disappointing, lost in the seventh minute, the last minute, the last 10 seconds of stoppage time against Dallas FC, which has catapulted Austin out of the playoff race. They're taking on the New England Revolution. Matt, Austin FC, New England, or a draw? Uh, I'll go New England. Locked in. Are we doing this all season with this locked in? Wait, what did you go with again? New England, right? Sure. Okay. Let me lock that in again. It was double locked in. Emily. Let's get interesting. Let's say a draw. Lock me in for a draw. Actually, a 0-0 is pretty good here. Probably the best. All right. Throw away the key, CJ. Lock me in. Uh, Spinny. I I really do think it's going to be New England. Lock me in for that, please. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with Austin FC, and that's that's uh, that's my lock. I think they can do it. I want them to. Uh, next and last bet, Braves, Dodgers, or a split 2-2. Matt, who are you locking in? Braves. You're taking the Braves and you're locked? No. Dodgers. Uh, oh. Ooh, I just, I, let me unlock Sorry. this. Hold on. Oh. Let me... All right, Matt, you're now unlocked. Who would you like to pick? Dodgers. Matt picks the Dodgers, and he is now locked back in. Listeners, I'm sorry that I subjected you to this. We'll try to convince him. Emily, who are you taking? Braves, Dodgers, or will they split? We're going to do Braves. Braves it is. Are you locked in? I'm locked in. I won't change my answer. Spinny. You know, I'm going to change it to Dodgers. Dodgers it is, and Spinny is now back and locked in. I hope your Braves lose. Uh, Last but not least, me, Braves, Dodgers, or split. I'm going to take the split, and I'm going to lock that in with the largest lock possible. A long lock, a big lock. No locksmith can pick this. That's a sports bet, and we'll figure out who's winning money or getting punished come Monday. Finally, a game show that I can join, play, and maybe even win. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that that I'm a nerd. A game show I feel like I can dominate at, or maybe not, uh, is casting as we speak. I've uh, pulled up the form online, and I'm thinking about entering. You know, my dad is a big Wheel of Fortune fan. He thinks he could do good on TV. What do y'all think I would be good at if I were going to be on a television game show? uh, Good.
got at. See, you prepped us with this question, okay. and I was going to say I want to see you on American Ninja Warrior, not because you'd be good at it, <laughs> exactly. but just because of all of your back issues and, and, and things. Maybe because the mind wants to do it, and yeah. I would crush my body trying to. To compete. You would, and it would be one of those bloopers of, Great. oh, look at this guy that never trained for American Ninja Warriors. Spencer, what do you it. think? They put the Benny Hill song on and replay your uh, <laughs> your attempt. Uh, you said game show, because initially I was like, it'd be kind of cool to see you on that like reality show, Naked and Alive, but I think you'd probably do pretty well at one of those like wipeout games. Again, it's a similar concept as we the just Ninja Warrior. I found one that <laughs> will not hurt as much okay. at all. Unless, of course, you're walking barefoot on the carpet. Lego. A global phenomenon. Played with by millions. And used to create everything. From artistic masterpieces to technical showstoppers. But in the world of Lego, what does it take to become a master? Lego Masters, of ladies course. and gentlemen. It's Lego. Uh, Lego Masters currently casting. You can apply at LegoMaster.tv. And I think, you know what? Not only would I be good at that, yeah. I would love it because even if I lost, it would be fun. Really? Uh, my fiance would no, obviously be my teammate. You would be so upset. You hate losing. Yeah. Especially losing at something that you're really passionate about. And hundreds and hundreds of people are going to watch you lose if that does happen. Well, now, that's not to discourage you, because you could probably do well. I could. I think I could but, do well, but yeah, here's, here's but the they're thing. Casting. I would be okay if I didn't do well. Uh, my fiance, when we first watched that together, she's like, "We could never be on it because we would just fight." <laughs> um, you can't work together. That's perfect for entertainment. Though. The thing is, is she compliments me really well, and she's very artistic, and I have, and she has good like out of the box ideas. Mm-hmm. I've got like good Lego building skill, and I've got that brain to make it happen. So I think we'd be a good team, and I'm comfortable if I don't. Win or do well or even get eliminated first because my Lego style involves I like heavy use of minifigs that's mini my main figs. thing. Are the he Lego- calls them mini figs. Well, I call them Lego men too. Lego men. I just want to be more inclusive, but oh, I use. Yes. I like using a lot. Of, like y'all have seen the little uh, Battle of Hoth display I have, and I have yes. on a small tabletop where I've built a mock. A mock, by the way, is your own makeup design. I have hundreds of mini figures in battle. I like having arrays and armies, and they don't really do that on that show. No, they build the Lego divide things, right? They build sure, structures. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they have the use their engineering minds to come up with something cool. But I think I would be good at it, and I think I'm going to apply for this. Uh, the only problem is is uh, apparently it's quite a, a time con, uh, constraint. Like, I would have to be away from the radio uh, four to six weeks between October and November of this year. Oh, wow. Would I be out of a job if I return after going on Lego Masters? Could you just use this as your Christmas break instead? Like an early Christmas yeah. break? Maybe. Plus, yeah. we, we brought back someone else that went away recently, so, you know, and it's going to be it's, it's very possible. Yeah. It can always happen. It's it always can always happen, and this would be great promotion for the radio station, so I think you could convince them I don't know. to How much uh, would get that you to do that. To lose my job because I left to go on a game show, didn't win any money. <laughs> 
and then return. I guess I could do the. I could do the show. I could simulcast. Uh, we'll just meet up here and have you record segments with us over the phone or something. So yeah, it just sounds like ass. Uh, but I think it would be really fun. I think if there's anything I could do and would want to be on, it would be it would be Lego so Masters. Does this work where you have to bring your own Legos? They provide Legos. No, no, they give you a theme. They do a challenge every week. So you have to find whatever it is. You know, some weeks you build a roller coaster. Some you have oh. to take your favorite well, movie. It's, it's like the Great British Bake Off. Some, it's like, yes, it is. Oh. This week. Some you have to make a Lego that will have the most epic explosion. But don't you normally use the instructions when you build all your Legos? Because you just not like when recreate. I'm doing, not when I'm doing mocks. When I'm building my Excuse Star me, Wars what? models, mocks. Mocks. That's you mocks. make up your own. Yeah. Yes. When I'm, yes, when, yes, yes. I do that all the time. I uh, I build like extra things and I make up my own castles and designs and Star Wars things. So no, no, that's. Uh, I think you and Lisa would be very entertaining to watch together too. Oh, definitely. And my job and relationship wouldn't survive it. So it's no. worth doing. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to sign up for Lego Masters. What do you think at CJ Morgan Show? Would I be good for this or would it be the thing that ended me? Sacrificing body, mind, and spirit for the perfect D's nuts joke. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Emily got a new car. We want to name it. Text along 512-835-1015 or at CJ Morgan Show on social media. Uh, first and foremost, you didn't like any of my names for your outgoing car. No, it already had a name. White, my, my old car White was Lotus. No. White Lotus, Liz Lemon, Greased Whitening. Mm. I like all those, but I guess we'll stick with Elaine. Uh, but your new car needs heavy. a new name. Yeah, and thank you guys. I see everybody is texting in 835-1015. Uh, we have a, a couple of suggestions here. Um, and just to give you some more context, I have a 2021 Subaru Crosstrek. She is a pearly white okay. color, but... What is fun and interesting about her is inside this or him. Sorry, I keep I keep thinking that cars are girls. Are cars girls or boys? Uh, neither, what do you think? Actually, they're, they're <laughs> machines. They're inanimate. They do not really have personalities. They don't think. They don't feel. I feel it's, like cars are girls. It's up to you to you, decide. You can get inside of them. I like oh, Jesus Spencer. Oh, oh I was my goodness Spencer. Here. I was gonna make a joke first. I'm sorry. I was just. I'm trying to figure out what's going. On. Is that oh. was that a setup that I just? I didn't mean. To well, it was gonna sorry. be a setup for my joke where I was like, because never mind. I was gonna say I like. Never mind. I no, can't say it, that no, 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 no. We have to stop down and give us your joke I'm now. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say that I think that girls are our cars are girls because I like to ride in women. <laughs> and see, now it's not as good. It's not as good. Oh, now it's not as good. Now it's not as good. But anyways, the inside stitching is yellow, which makes it really unique and fun. And the people that I've shown the car to have been like, oh, I really like the yellow stitching. So there is a y- little bit of a yellow aspect uh, It's like Tampax it. Pearl. <laughs> well, funny you say that. Um, the So far, I took a poll on my Instagram. Yeah, let's to see, see what's popular. And so far, the name Pearl is actually pretty popular. I know you, you made a Tampax joke, and now it, it I was don't like the uh, old lady from Titanic. Uh, was it? I don't know. Uh, that's oh. not a bad one. Pearl. No. So it's an old lady name, so mm-hmm. Pearl's not bad. You also like old lady stuff. You're very, <laughs> I, you're I very cottage core. So, uh, yeah. uh, you know, we're going to put Pearl on the top of the list. Pearl's number one. The other ones that I've gotten, somebody texted it in today, but also on my Instagram. Um, somebody put Subi Dooby Doo. 
Yeah, like Zoinks yes. or Scoobaroo. So Subi. It's the Subi-Doo. kind of car Shaggy would drive. <laughs> yeah, uh, probably. Ghost. Um, let's see. Somebody said, okay, somebody said Barry. For some reason, which uh-huh. I guess I kind of like the name Barry. I, I except for the last season of Barry was a terrible Body. season. Okay, so if it was a better season, Barry's, then I would. Barry's like it. not making the list. Barry is not making the list. Okay, we have the Emmeline Green Speed Machine. That's nope, too th- long. It's not green. Too long. It's gotta be simple. Too long. Um, It'd be let's mean, see. Oh, somebody said that another Subi Dooby Doo. Everybody loves that one. Jesus. Subi Rose? Huh? Like Ruby Rose, but Subi Rose. Oh, but Subi I'm gonna, Rose. I'm going to add that under Pearl. Okay. It's not a pie, but Subi Rose works. And remember. What about, uh, what about White Trash? That's a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your car's awesome. I don't mean it's a nice car, okay? I just, I don't know. I don't understand. I've never named my car. Have You've you named never your... named your car? What's what wrong about, with you? Uh, What's wrong with you? <laughs> How do you not have a connection with the vehicle? Do you need to name it? Do you yes. ever refer to your car to your friends by yes. name? That's yes, I disturbing. do. I mean, about... I have a relationship with it. I drove my old car. I drove like over 168 miles. A thousand miles. <laughs> Sorry, a thousand what miles. What about you woke up in a boob gotti? <laughs> no. no? Okay. It's, it's not a Bugatti. <laughs> it's a Subaru. Uh, somebody said Subrina. Like Subaru, mm. Sabrina. See, that's fun. And it's a little similar to your Elaine one, where it's just more of a yeah. subtle. Yeah. A subtle pun. Um, and because it is a little black and white on the outside, I've I've gotten Moo was an option, which I think is an interesting name. Moo. If you had a lot of animals, or name panda. it a, a Zubaru would be good a if you're always taking pets around, but uh, that's mm. not. Enough with the Subaru puns. That seems to be all anyone can think of. Stella. That's another one that uh, my best friend suggested, which I kind of like the name Stella. That rolls off the tongue. Like, oh, 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 don't worry. We, could, just ta- it, we could take Stella. I'm mm-hmm. placing you know? it under Pearl. Ghost. No. I like no. kind of like ghosts, but yeah, doesn't, it doesn't ghost make it. sounds too matrixy or something. Okay, wait, wait, but ghosts would be the Scooboo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only during Halloween time. <sighs> really okay. trying to wedge these Subaru puns into this. What about I need help? The Try to help fit. me figure out a name that will fit with the yellow stitching of my new car. Because that's my favorite part about the car, is the yellow stitching and the steering wheel has a little yellow part. Okay, we'll come back after one song okay. and settle this once and for all. I'm going to tweet and Instagram it out now, at CJ Morgan Show or text 512-835-1015. What are we going to name Emily's White with Yellow Stitching Subaru? If you can't afford to live in Austin, Texas, maybe you need to live somewhere else. Yes, according to this study, uh, it looks like that a study found that the single adult would need to be making about $55,186 after taxes to live comfortably here in Austin, Texas. Oh, weird. And after taxes. See, that's a frustrating number because te- taxes. No yes. one, no one, that would be about a $75,000 salary yeah. Was say, yeah. uh, to live in Austin, Texas. And nationally, Texas is also kind of in the middle because we are one of the most expensive and 
cheapest states to live in. Yeah, so it's really confusing. Um, there is another survey that found that Texas is ranked number 19 and that it, just Texas as a whole, because like you just said, some parts of it are cheap, some parts of it like Austin and Dallas and Houston are expensive. You need to be making about over 50 grand yeah. to feel comfortable. I think that was the average basically for all of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. that was the average. And I'm just, uh, you know, that's that's not very doable. <laughs> Honestly, it's, and I don't know. Not for a lot of people, no. No, yeah. I I mean, a a lot of my (laughs) friends definitely do not make that because they're working service jobs um, or they're, you know, still in college or they just got out of college and places just don't pay like they used to. Funny enough, I just had this conversation with my mom and uh, we were talking about just the average, you know, amount that you would make in general wage. And she was like, oh, well, the minimum wage is now 15, right? Didn't they raise it a couple of years ago? No, and- that's, that's the other issue is the minimum mm-hmm. wage has not been raised. And so now you have the double-edged sword of it hasn't been raised in so long that doing so like would, would cause, yeah. yes, it would cause such a shock that a lot of businesses uh, wouldn't be able to operate paying their employees that sort of wage. It's been stagnant for way too long. It's still like $7, something like that. Yeah. And some businesses are voluntarily raising it. Well, some they have to, had to. They but, need to retain their employees. So like, look, so a lot of these people are leaving because uh, there's work from home options and things like that too. I remember working at the radio station when I got an $8 and 25 cent uh, raise an hour Ooh, and I was I thought I was spender. hot yes. yeah yes. but yeah the, the problem Remember is when I first started making nine bucks I was like damn it wow. seems nuts uh, I'm rich. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's been way too long. It's a problem we haven't worked on because uh, whether you're a Republican, Democrat, Independent, America doesn't care about the worker, the person spending and living, even though it's been shown it's necessary for people to have extra income to spend and buy things to keep our American capitalist economy going. But we don't want to pay people to do that. Yes, um, and I agree. But if you're a little sad and upset and you're like, well, what else are we supposed to do? Where else are we supposed to go? Move you, to Ohio. Well, do you guys want to play a game Real quick, oh. where do you think <laughs> is the most expensive living wage? Like, what state has the most expensive living it, wage? It, wait, so they pay no, no. the highest? Is that weird? They mean? pay the most or it costs the most to live there? It, it, like, how much a single person needs to live okay. comfortably in this state? So, I would mm. say California. It would be expensive to live in California. I might say New York mostly because New York City probably destroys the average for the entire state. Okay. Incorrect. Both? The most expensive, uh, I guess, state that you need for a living wage person to live there. Hawaii. Oh, of yeah. Duh, I and then that. underneath that, Massachusetts. What you doing over there, Then California Mass? and New York. Huh. Now, where do you think you will need to have the lowest living wage to uh, live in Mississippi? Mississippi or oh. Missouri. Or, wow. Yeah. Did you cheat? Yeah, I saw that earlier. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I just think Mississippi because I know there's a lot of problems there. Ah, Mississippi, yes, is the cheapest place the cheapest to live. Cheapest place to live. Um, underneath is Oklahoma and then Alabama and Arkansas and oh, really? Kentucky. See, I'm surprised Arkansas made the list because apparently Arkansas has been bowied. Buoyed by uh, David. Uh, it's, <laughs> David <laughs> Arkansas has been lifted because that's where the corporate headquarters of... Uh, Walmart is. Oh. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of high-paying jobs in, I think it's Fayetteville in Arkansas and other cities because it's where Walmart's located. 
Huh. Let's look at uh, some cities here in Austin or in Texas, shall we? Let's to find do it. out uh, what you need to make an hour uh, to live there comfortably as oh, a man. no kids, single person. All right. So let's start with my hometown, Amarillo, Texas. Uh, your living wage calculation for Amarillo, keep in mind, the minimum, the legal minimum that you have to be paid is $7 something an hour. In Amarillo, Texas, with zero children, one adult will need to make $14.90 an hour as a livable wage. The poverty wage is $6.53. So if you're making that, you're in poverty. Uh, Let's skip to Dallas-Fort Worth, the DFW, growing big, going everywhere. One adult, zero kids to make a living wage in the DFW, $17.78. Uh, you need to make quite a bit for a living wage. Uh, $6 still hitting that uh, poverty limit there. Let's go to Odessa. Now, Odessa, Midland, Abilene can really shrink and grow depending on the oil and how things are going there because everything from welding to geological surveys. So much of their economy depends on that. But looking at 2022, uh, you would need to make $16 an hour to live comfortably in Odessa, Texas. That is wild. Um, Y'all want to do Austin now? Or let's do Corpus Christi and then we'll get to Austin. Yeah, yeah. Let me me relax a little bit more. Corpus Christi, right near the beach, you would need to make $16.58 an hour to live comfortably uh, to living wage, not even live comfortably, just to just to get by, just to live, just to be okay there. Uh, Austin and Round Rock, Texas area, uh, the highest on the list so far, eighteen dollars and fifteen cents. If you're going to want to live comfortably uh, in the Austin dis- Central Texas Metroplex, <laughs> explains my discomfort, I guess. Do you think there's anywhere more <laughs> expensive? Should, should we check Houston, in Texas? Yeah, in Texas, um, you could try Houston, but Dallas I don't might know. be up there. Yeah, I think Dallas. We already did Dallas. Dallas was blow it. Uh, oh, Houston, I, I didn't pay attention. Like Houston is usual. $17. Uh, Lubbock, Texas, coming in at the oh. cheapest we found thus far. If you want to move to Lubbock, you'll need to make $15 an hour and to lower live your comfortably. No, hey, offense. don't say that about my urine water drinking brother <laughs> Lubbock. Sorry, Lubbock. One of the greatest actors of all time was actually a cobbler in Italy. Kind of, sort of. Daniel Day-Lewis retired, became a cobbler in Italy, only returning after Scorsese convinced him to star in Gangs of New York. Christian Lord, guide my hand against your Roman popery. Welcome to your fact-finding segment, Did You Know, where you learn things that are absolutely true. Just because we say, did you know? I had this image of that you were going to tell me that Vin Diesel had been a cobbler in Italy. I can't go back into. It. I'm retired. <laughs> you know, and they had they send a team Shoes to go with find my family. Him. Oh man, that's I, I I do like that image though, just of Scorsese or his people having to go back into a small village, and he's sitting there just with the hammer clanking. Man, but that movie would not be the same without him. No. Uh, that, one of the greatest roles ever. These shoes wouldn't be the same without Daniel Day-Lewis. No, they wouldn't. In fact, they've gone downhill since then. Uh, yeah, it's Did You Know, Emily. Did you know anything today? Did you know? Did I know? That the holidays are coming up? Ooh, uh, I did. Uh, and snow globes are something that your mom always loves. Throw a little picture inside of you and your 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 little brother and your mom's like, "Oh, you made this. How cute." Even if you're 25 years old. But did you know that snow globes 
were actually invented by a medical tool repairman. I guess he was trying to make a better light bulb for operating rooms, so he tried using a water-filled glass with reflective particles to do this. And I guess the effect didn't really do much in terms of the light. <laughs> but then he looked at it and went, hey, this looks cool. that looks like snow. What if I stuck some stuff in it and gave it to my mom as a tchotchke gift because she loves that. <laughs> and thus, snow no globes, globes are, were born. Do you know what they use for snow globes? What they use? Snow? No, I don't actually. It's uh, Parmesan cheese. No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it yeah. Is. No, it's not. No, a no it's time. not. You ever go get a, uh, you ever go get a, a pedicure? And they yes. they scrape on your heels. It's oh, they no, it's that not that cheese. They yeah. mix that with Parmesan no. cheese. Absolutely, they do. It's delicious. No. Um, <laughs> did you know? Did we know? Wow. There have been many remakes of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet for the film. The and a song by Dire Straits. The 1968 version uh, was directed, uh, co-wrote it, co-written, and directed by Franco Zeffirelli. Here's an interesting fact about it, though. Uh, when it premiered, the actress Olivia Hussey... What? You she just wanted hussy. to say that, didn't you? Hussey? Yeah. Hussy. Uh, <laughs> she played Juliet. She was not allowed to attend the premiere of the movie. Because she was underage? Because she was under 18, and the movie contained a nude scene. Of and her? so, Well... That's the thing. Yeah, that's what I was going to... Oh, well, she was, as soon as you said this... Out, she was the person who was nude, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. That's not so fair. So it was an underage person who was nude, oh. but she wasn't allowed to attend. It's her body, that's but also, fair. how come you could have an underage person nude? I was literally going to make a joke that it's probably some nude scene involving an underage actor, because that's, that's what those foreign directors love to do. Oh. Perverts. Quite perverted. Hey, thanks. That's... That's exciting. Oh, did you know the state of Texas keeps a database of over 500 executed inmates' last words going back to the 1980s? And I did, uh, because I saw this earlier, I did a little research, and that's absolutely true. And that's why I said, did you know, in front of it. You can go to the uh, Texas uh, Department of Criminal Justice website, and they got them. 583 executed people's uh, last statements. Pretty rad. That's we, wow. we. That's a new segment we should do. <laughs> Where I just read off. The it's kind of dark. That's super dark. I think we could. Yeah. Uh, pretty insane. Hey, Echo. kids, get in the car. We're going to go do some reading today. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to try to lighten this up with something Thank you. fantastical, whimsical, and excited, even though that is rad. Did you know uh, there are garden hermits? Back in the 1700s, people used to hire ornamental garden hermits hermits that were literally men paid to live on the estates of wealthy people dressed as druids, and they had small structures. <laughs> That's they rad. would give advice. They would answer questions. They were basically to entertain guests and watch over the garden, but they, uh, they would sit there Man. living... Playing that part forever. That's cool. Rich people are just like us. They like role playing. They, they like do. to cosplay a little. And no, they were. They would no, hire no, people. They to hired. Do it. They oh, hired. They didn't do it. They hired oh, lackeys. To rich do it. people yeah. hired random old men. To but they pretend. still liked it, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. They, they loved it. Yeah. They are just like us. How do you say great granddaughter in Espanol? <laughs> Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Mi quinceañera. Welcome, Matt Bearden. It's Weird or Wired on the C.J. Morgan Show. And, uh, yeah, we're going to learn some stuff today. I'm guessing since this is tech, it's involving translations in language. Uh, you're wrong. 
You're okay. very, very, uh, very uh, wrong. F me, I'll go home. Whatever. It's my show. <laughs> I'm wrong. But today we're going to do tech, but not exactly the kind of tech that you thinking of. you're thinking of. When I say tech, most of us think probably of electronics or semiconductors. Uh, today we're going to talk about plants. plants. And we're going to talk about Luna. Okay. Luna. Yeah. That yeah. sounds familiar. You guys know the name of the moon. It Luna, is. right away. In Espanol. Uh, Luna is the great-granddaughter of Haas. Haas being the most ubiquitous of all of the avocados out there. Uh, they've hmm. designed a new avocado. Oh, they they built a new one. And it is probably going to be on shelves within the next one to two years. Spinny and I touched on this a little bit in... Uh, Another segment, CJ's fat, but we didn't really understand much behind it. (laughs) Well, here's the deal. You know, um, that's what humans have been doing with plants for... Uh, literally millennia. Yeah, we yeah. have taken We've plants. Monsanto. Monsanto's is a dangerous garbage mega corporation, but they've also kept the global population fed by making growing stuff more efficient and making it bigger and better. And well, making bananas taste good. Yeah, you could, yeah. original bananas taste Terrible. like crap. Yeah. Same and with and Brussels sprouts. Giant seeds in them, and we've moved around. And that a lot of that has been done just for humans. Thousands of years ago, we picked out which plant, which of these wheat plants produces uh, better wheat, better, better corn, wheat, stuff yeah. like that, and just for that selection. So we were doing the same thing. Now, avocados, uh, they're delicious. They're tasty. Who doesn't love avocado on a taco toast. or toast yes, with your latte. You. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but avocados take a lot of water. Notoriously difficult to grow. Very difficult. And a lot of times you have to plant a tree and it may take 15 years yes. before that tree produces. Wow. To breed them, sometimes you have to cut one tree and meld another one into it when they're little. It's a very, very difficult process. And water intensive in California where they we grow a lot well, of them. Haas are basically they're native to California. Now they're mainly grown down in Mexico now. Avocados but they're native to California. Yes. Now they've come up with Luna. Luna essentially tastes incredibly similar. It's got mm. like that nutty kind of fatty flavor. Avocado, but they say this yeah. one is actually even a little sweeter and more addictive. What? But here's Interesting. the thing. The plant itself grows differently. It grows Tall and slender instead of a big, giant, wide tree. It still puts out the same amount of fruit, but you can put way more trees on a piece of property than you could before. So it still takes water, but... And it takes a lot of time, but, but you you're can... watering the same chunk of property with three times the amount of trees. So even though you're using the same amount of water, you're less, getting three More tree, fold. less bush. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be able to use it. It has a broader time of year that it, it can mm-hmm. grow. And would allow us to, the biggest thing, too, is I didn't know this, but avocados get sunburned. Did you know, any of you know that? <laughs> but they have a skin. They're not yeah. allowed to get sunburned. The skin gets sunburned? What's crazy? Do you ever get an avocado sometimes and right really? inside of it, there's like a chunk it's of black, black and you yeah. think, oh, it, it rotted. It's actually, it got sunburned. Oh. Well, the way these trees grow, they grow tall and slender, but they have these really broad leaves that the fruit grows right underneath. So it protects it the It protects fruit. it from the sun. It's like a little umbrella. So you'd have Aww. a lot less wasted fruit. Uh, essentially, this looks to be like a pretty good idea. They started this experiment with Luna back in the 1950s. Jeez. 1950s. We wanted avocados that so, badly? Well, we've been so working long. on it. Yeah, these two horticulturalists, Mary Lou Arpaia and her research associate, Eric Frocht, began new trials in 2012. It's taken them a decade, but out of this need, 
they've come up with Luna, and they say it has the best chance of being the new breed that we start seeing on the shelves regularly. Oh, man, I just hope humans like it instead of, like, new Coke versus old Coke. We're not going to be lame about it, you know? <laughs> yeah, oh, this is rare. too sweet. I like, I prefer old avocados. They're actually going to print the word classic on the side of these. Uh, so you don't know it's changed. Well done. Austin's number one beef, baby. The CJ Morning Show on 101X. The world's most overrated tourist traps ranked and we're just doing the ones in America. How are we supposed to make money on the internet? The internet? That thing's still around. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. It's Clickbait Corner where we're going to click this actually fun list from Thrillist. The world's most overrated tourist traps. Most of the top ten are in the United States. So I thought we would just do the top ten. United States-based ones. Uh, what is a tourist trap exactly? Yeah, because sometimes they're fun. I, like, do tourist traps have to be negative and bad? No. That's the connotation of it. Is a an attraction is some place cool, neat you want to go see. A tourist trap is something that a giant is ball of yarn, a nothing burger. <laughs> it is. Even the giant ball of yarn might be like a thing that's interesting. But I want to go that's see that. That's a Guinness that. record type thing. I think yeah. the tourist trap has an implication of it's supposed to be really exciting, and then it turns out it's not at all. Okay. So let's go through some of these, uh, especially ones here in our fair old United States, starting with number 10 in Washington, I believe Seattle. You have the Pike Place Market. Yeah. Every other postcard from Seattle is of the market. And it ranks as one of the uh, biggest, if not in the world, obviously at number ten, as just a very disappointing. Yeah, uh, the tourist sign's trap. cool though. Yeah. I see the sign everywhere. I feel like there's random like open air markets or fish markets that are just normal in different countries that are probably slightly more impressive just for existing. Uh, yeah, and probably. At the end of the day, it's just that. It's just a fish market. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, let's jump wow. up to another uh, one here I don't remember. <laughs> in the United States. At number seven, not far away, is Voodoo Donut in Oregon. I believe that's in Portland. Uh, Voodoo Donut. Yes, it is. A big tourist trap. Yeah. Have we have one here in Austin, Texas. Are they the same? It is the that's same. Same company? It's, it's, yeah. They have them in Disney Springs and everywhere. And they recently did get voted very disappointing like tourist trap and some article Aww. I read I forget what it was was but I'm like yeah I can pour cereal on my own donuts I and just buy them somewhere else knowing about the first time I learned about Voodoo Donut was on one of those like discovery food new, like channels you know where they like go to a bunch of different weird food places and where they would do like diners drive-ins and dives and I think the origin of Voodoo Donut was really cool. They had a lot of cool, unique flavors, but it's kind of, you know, when it becomes a chain. Right, when it gets too big for its own britches. Yes. And when the donut itself isn't, that's when you have round rock donuts. Exactly. Nearby, we do have round rock donuts. It's hard. Uh, let's jump up to number five. In New Mexico, in Roswell, is the International UFO Museum and Research Center. Yes. I not so much a museum, place. more just kind of a quack-a-lack-a-dacky. It's not... Yeah, you walk around what? and there's maybe like a few pictures that are like mysterious, but then there's just like a bunch of like models of aliens that have been plastic, like built. And it's just... I love it's that a bunch place. Of toys. You guys are fun. so boring. It's fun. This it's is just it, a tourist. It's not what it seems like it's going to be. It's only $7. Okay, okay, they're not asking for a lot. Like, you what do you think is going to happen a, there a for $7? Trip. This is what I tell people about Roswell. 
it's okay if you're stopping to get gas and you're stopping to get lunch and you have about 45 minutes to spend in Roswell, then do alien stuff. Don't make it a stay the night. Don't make it a, a big part, a cornerstone of your trip, especially when there's so much better stuff to do Look, in New Mexico. I went when I was a teenager at the height of my alien excitement in life, and, and it was disappointing. It, yeah. I'll tell I, you that. That's probably worse. Yeah, being excited people. about it. It I was cheaper it. back then. <laughs> uh, no info on this one, but in South Dakota, there's the Crazy Horse Memorial, and apparently not that great. I don't even think they finished the Crazy they Horse Memorial. The, yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, we're done. We don't care about Native Americans. <laughs> and uh, nearby, instead, you have Deadwood. So go there. There's a lot of cool stuff to do in Deadwood. Sturgis is nearby. I don't know if that's in, uh, I think that's all in South Dakota. In California, the Calico Ghost Town, also a big disappointment when in these areas of California, you have so much cooler stuff you can do nearby. But the Calico do- Ghost Town, a big tourist trap. Um, I feel like, is it really a ghost town if there's a bunch of people there? <laughs> that doesn't seem like a ghost town to me. I, thought I guess the point not. Is finding anything a town. in the desert's kind of uh, freaky and, and scary. But I, I like mean, it. You've got Barstow nearby. I thought this was closer to uh, the Salton Sea, but it's that's actually probably a couple hours away, and so is Joshua Tree. But, yeah, maybe divert further south. Go Go see uh, the Slab City. Go see Salton Sea. Go to Joshua Tree. If you're going to be in that Mojave Desert, uh, Calico is not the place to go. Uh, in Massachusetts, at number two, the Salem Witch Museum. Oh, I want to go to Salem so badly. Okay, fine. I'm a tourist. I'm a tourist. I'll admit it. I love all of these no, things. it's fine. It's just they're saying these things aren't quite what they seem. You're going to be disappointed when you go. Yeah. When I go to Salem, Massachusetts? That's but it's different. so beautiful. Oh, I've sure. Heard. But the witch museum in, 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 in a town with such especially witchy history, to call it the, the, the witch museum and then be as disappointing as it is, apparently... I, I get, I get it. I get the disappointment, even though I've personally never been. I'm just comparing it to the Roswell one, kind of like where the name alone suggests a lot more than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this next one is a tourist trap in every sense of the way. One of the biggest in America. I, I, I kind of rate this maybe like Roswell. If it's on your road trip and you can stop really quick as you're traveling around to see other stuff out west, uh, Four Corners. Oh, that that's is where. Cool too. Colorado, New Mexico, Utah, and Arizona connect um, the four corners of four states. You can stand in all four, but that's it. Maybe press a penny with their, get get a license plate with your name on it. Other than that, not worth it. Yeah. And yeah. we have a whole lot more, which we'll get to another day. But the most boring, most tourist trappy place in the world, the four corners. Time to name Emily's car. She got a new Subaru, and we've thought the entire day nothing good has come to us or that we've liked. So we went to you on social media at CJ Morgan Show via text 835 uh, Let's name Emily's car. Welcome to Show Notes, where we recap what we've talked about today. And Emily, I'm excited about some of these. You I'm are? You think, you think one of, whoa, you threw your pen across pen. the room. Oh. Yeah. You think one of these are going to be a keeper? Because this is a big deal, naming my car. All right. I took a while to think about it. And so this this feels like a lot of pressure. You took years to get a new car when your other one was just breaking down. I know. I know. The other one, my poor Elaine, she did so much for me. Um, but yeah, there's a couple of people on actually on text uh, 512-835-115 a lot of text surprisingly so we're kind of excited to 
to get to this. To dive in. And I'll tell you my top three that I have seen. Uh, the first one was Daisy slash Lily. I think somebody said both. Um, the flower name is good. I have only flower tattoos. I think that's nice. Oh, yeah, and also that's thematically appropriate. Yeah, for you. and my car is white. I on still the prefer outside. white Slotus. <laughs> if you're going to name it a car, because you look like no, a slow driver. I, I am not a slow driver. I drive just five miles over the speed limit sometimes. Perfect. And that's it. Uh, the next one. Who do you think would win in a race, me or you? You want to do a quarter mile? You. Oh man. Like Except for there. you do have a truck, so that slows you down now. Is yours all wheel drive? Yeah. Oh. A little pickup. Well, it's four-wheel drive. I'd have to turn it in. Point being. Either um, way. It would be me. I got some suggestions on social media. Someone said Olive Garden. I'm going to cross that out. Olive Garden? Olive. I'm just going to say breadsticks. (laughs) It's kind of a... That sounds like a name for a pony. Breadsticks. 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 I feel like you need to add Unlimited to the... the Unlimited breadsticks. Unlimited breadsticks. What about Alfredo? Alfredo. Oh! kind of cute. Alfredo. Yeah, Alfredo's cute. Alfredo one, for right? short. Fredo. I, like, I do like Alfredo. I do kind of like Alfredo. <laughs> okay, I'll add that. It's got that little bit of a... Uh, like, who is Alfredo? What does he do? Yeah. Um, we had a couple of song titles or similar. Someone said Great White Hope. Um, okay. It's a lyric from a national song. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's someone for you, not said, for me. Uh, they're trying to impress you, CJ. Someone said Brightside, and I thought Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Or you could be Miss Brightside since you want your car to be a female. That's true. Ladies are cars. And as somebody texted in, they actually said that ladies are cars and that motorcycles and trucks and other vehicles are boys. Are, are boys. And I do agree with that. So I think that I want to go with more of a femme name mm-hmm. from, from my little lady truck. car. The, Come no, on, man. No. no. <laughs> what Take about Marsha? Which is short Marcia. for marshmallow because I thought it was a Not white bad. color. Marsha. I don't know. Okay. I, was just, I was trying to contribute because I didn't really give any much last uh, time we talked about it. I Nor do you good. ever. Oh, no, that's not true. Just kidding, Spencer. Marsha was cute. Marsha was a cute one. I'm quitting. Um, I also, I said this earlier, I like Stella only because um, my last car was named Elaine because I really liked Seinfeld growing up. I think it has to be a pun. Up. No, I don't think it has to be a pun or a bit. I don't bit. think it's just a straight up name. I kind of like that it would be the name of a character that I used to like growing up. And there's a okay. character named Stella from Winx Club that I liked. So that, <laughs> that kind of fits, I think. Um, and speaking of characters, somebody suggested that I name the car Miss Yellow Jacket, which doesn't, it doesn't have a ring to it, but I was thinking about the characters of Yellow Jacket, the series. A name from I was going to say Misty. <laughs> I was, and so I was, Misty. It's got a real Misty vibe. Misty's kind of a sexy car name. I could see Misty like driving Misty. Like, that like car. Like Misty, because what I'm going to do use this car for is to go camping, to the drive outdoors. her around. Yeah. And like Misty, she sounds like somebody that doesn't mind getting her nails a little dirty. Uh, someone on our Facebook page at CJ Morgan Show suggested uh, you give it a middle name or at least a letter for a middle name and Sue B. Rue. And that made me think of just Rue. Oh. Like Australian, like a kangaroo, Mm, a Rue, just Rue. 
Hmm. No, you don't like Rue? I don't like Rue because it reminds me of the character. Of Hunger Games? No. Oh, that one's sad, too. I was going to say. Both of them. And yeah, Euphoria. and Euphoria when she's yeah. like overdosing on drugs. It also rhymes with poo and all the other cars are going to make oh, fun of it in the parking gonna lot. they're going to make fun of my yeah. car. Okay. I don't want that to happen. Okay. Right. We're, we're down to my number one favorite that was suggested okay. by Kathy the Cat Lady. Kathy. Uh, Emily, do you have a few more we want to run by? Uh, sure. I'll give you just a couple of them. We've got Nana, like a banana. Um, a lot of people want to use my name, so we have uh, Emma Millionaire. Emma Millionaire, okay. for some reason. People, because that's Emily. why we're on radio and you're not. Um, and then this one was fun. We have Betty White. Oh. <laughs> Rest in peace. I like that. Rest Betty White, Betty for to, short. To little sure. Miss Betty White. Man, my grandma, whose name is Betty, had a car named Betsy. It's interesting. Betty and Betsy. Betty and Betsy. She liked naming it kind of herself. I can her, name it herself. Emma. Emma and Emma. Yeah, you could be, uh, what's that, Vane? Vane? Yeah. <laughs> Vanity. Vanity. <laughs> name it in after you. In my car. What about, okay, I want to hear your number one. Is it ready? Yeah, Kathy the Cat Lady said, Carmely. <laughs> Just caramely, like Emily, but a car caramely. So, you know how I call myself TJ because I like drinking iced tea? (laughs) I do that all the time. Uh, Someone mentioned Pearl earlier. I think you mentioned. I kind of like that one. Pearl, Pearl. You've got a lot of Pearl, too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's basic. It's like whenever you have a a cat that has like white spots on their feet and they're like socks. Uh, I'm like, man, that feels so basic. Well, let's uh, let's make a poll. Okay. Uh, Put a little blog up. 101x.com slash CJ. You can check out Emily's new card. And what should we name it? Some of our favorites so far. Misty, Betty White, Alfredo, <laughs> and of course, Mike <laughs> Zoinks the Scooby-Doo. I actually do like that one. The CJ Morgan Show, where your opinions are welcome. Kinda. Text us anytime. 512-835-1015. <laughs>